Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everybody, it's your girl Jazzy Bell, and you are watching Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. And on this show, we focus on the many talents and influences for women in hip hop. And today, I'm so excited, and it's no exception, as you can see, I'm here with one of the queens of hip hop that paved the way for all the ladies that's doing it in the game today. My girl, straight from LA. I was going to say Kilo Love. Right. Kilo Love. <laughs> you can't play with my yo-yo. Yo, yo, yo. Don't try to play me out. Don't try to play me out. Hey, yo. We got yo-yo in the building. What's up, yo-yo? What's up, <laughs> First of all, we here at the 2017 Black College Expo. And uh, we have Megan Evans College in Brooklyn. And yo-yo just taught a dope seminar to the kids and teaching them how to um, and get A's in English oh. through hip hop. Say that one more time for me. Get A's in English through hip hop. It's an essay writing program. Yes, yes. But before we get into all of that, we got to discuss hip hop first, of course. You already know this show. Mm-hmm. I like to bring my audience in and let them know the background of every guest that I have on okay. here. I like for them to know like the humble beginnings and okay. we can just briefly skip through that and obviously get to what you're doing today. Okay. So talk to me about Yo-Yo and how she started getting in the game. Well, I started, I started in hip hop around junior high school, mm-hmm. just loving music, mm-hmm. performed in a lot of talent shows. Um, it wasn't really for women at the time, so of course, it was just something I love to do. I've been always been an entertainer. I think I've always been in the in the arts, sports, you name it. And hip hop clicked. Uh, Ice Cube was leaving N.W.A. looking for a female artist. I was the best on the West. They couldn't touch me. And, How did he find you? Uh, one of his friends he, uh, that he grew up with, okay. uh, who went to school with me, told him about me. And we got together and we What's started making name? music. I like the uh, yeah, I know, right. T-Bone. T-Bone. Okay. <laughs> T-Bone of the Lynch Mob, yes, uh, shouted me out to Ice Cube. And Ice Cube came over, we met. And before long, we were making music in his mom's house. Wow. I know. So did you basically just spit for him? And that's our, that's what well, you know what? I kind of had a following. Uh, we had from, you know, in Los Angeles, we had a lot of successful people come from our school as well. But we had, like, Star Search and... Solid gold, and we always have talent shows. And we, I did a lot of shows around. A lot of people knew who we were. We called ourselves the Deaf City Girls. Okay. So we'd go around, and everyone would, you know, would sing our. We we performed the whole audience would know our music and you know sing it along with us. So we had like a, a small following. How many of you guys were there? It was three of us okay. when we started. And, and then what's it, the name of the high school? Washington High School, Washington Prep High School. And it was three of us when we started. It, it trickled down to two. And then by the time I met Ice Cube, it was only I. He snatched you up. Snatched me up. You don't want the group. What you want to do? It's, it's you or you want the group? We only want you. Is that pretty much what he gave you the ultimatum? No, you know, because it wasn't for uh, hip hop, wasn't for girls, uh, you know. In high school, you know, the women wanted the Gucci boots, they wanted the Gucci bags, and here I was at lunchtime battling dudes. Wow. On the quad. Wow. I know, right? How did you get your love for hip hop? What were some of the women prior to you that you Oh, to? God, Roxanne Chante. I love Roxanne Chante. Uh, Chante. Salt and Pepper. I love Salt and Pepper. Of course, I came up with Queen and La. We were around the same times. But, um, you know, uh, you know, um, shoot, uh, so many women um, from those times. I, I can't, I just drew a blank on um, my girl, uh, and now she sings. Um, now she sings? She had the group. Oh, God, they're going to kill me. Angie, Angie Stone. Angie Stone. I got you, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, Angie B. Angie. What? <laughs> you know, so. A lot of people don't give her that uh, credit that yeah. she was one of the ones that paved the way. She yeah. was in the group. The group was. Yeah. Um, So that's how I pretty much started, and I just love doing music. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 
a clown anyway, so I love performing and all of that good stuff, but hip-hop clicked for me. Yeah. So when you linked up with Ice Cube, um, one of the first records that y'all did that was huge was um, on his album, yeah, America's, uh, America's Most, Most Wanted. It's a Man's World. Exactly. It's a Man's World, yeah. Talk to me about that record. Well, it, it, that. It's a Man's World was, um, you know, because getting to know Ice Cube, he said, okay, yeah, I'm working on my album, but I want you to come in and be a part of uh, It's a Man's World. and. It was really like an introduction. Um, yeah, it was really just like an introduction. It, it really was. Uh, it was big for me, you know. Cube was big. Well, NWA was really big, especially in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, when I found that Cube was the writer and he was like the meat of the uh, group, yeah, I was excited to be a part of it and uh, looking forward to you know going to New York and, and working on my own project. So mm -hmm. I was excited. So after doing that record, I, I always read that it was like a favor for a favor, which sounds like. I don't like to say that because y'all are a unit. Right. So as far as you doing It's a Man's World and then him getting on your iconic hit, Don't oh. Play With My Young Well, you know what? We actually, we wrote that song together at his mom's house. We were writing and he came. I'll never forget. We were writing and he told I can't used to go over um, his house and he came in. He was like, oh my God, you'll never, I, I, I wrote this song. And he was, wow. you know, and I yeah. was like, what? And he was like, yeah. So. We were in the hallway, and he just was like, you know, my name is Yo Yo. I'm not a whole no. And I was like, oh. you know, he was like, I like to flow so swift. It's got to be a gift. So yeah. yeah. So the beginning of it, he wrote it, and he was like, and then the hooker say, you can't play with my Yo Yo. Yo, and I was like, oh, you know. So he was all excited about it, and uh, we went on just to write together. Um, you know, he wrote the he, he wrote the idea and the introduction of the song. And, and uh, yeah, we, we well we finished it together. Yeah. He was really uh, instrumental in my career before. I had no writer's help when I was just doing it on my own and trying to uh, get in. But once I got in with Q, he was so creative. He would get off the plane and he like, oh my God, I got something for you. And you know, I have to tell him like, hold up, don't you know, you're not writing all my stuff on you. But he loved to write and we wrote together a lot. And um, really he just gave me ideas because my music, when I, you know, fresh out of high school was on a basic level. Mm -hmm. And so him, who had already been in the industry, was, was trying to, always and we thought about it a lot you know because i thought that maybe he was trying to be too controlling over my music but now you look at it now. i learned i learned during the process that it was just him lifting me up saying okay you know your, your raps are basic you need to make it universal we need everybody what the kids call leveling up right, right exactly now. yeah mm -hmm. so um so you know always a great guy still to this day yeah i see that y'all stay in touch i saw yeah. that you were just on um hip hop, -hop squares yes yeah. Well, Q, you know, um, it's been a while. When you grew up with someone, mm -hmm. I think we did have a separation side where it was like, okay, let me stand on my own. Mm -hmm. You know, Q got married and moved on and, you know, broke away from all the cliques and everyone who, you know, the lynch mob and yeah. all the other artists that he was working with so that he can focus on him. Because, you know, after a while, an art, you know, because he was mature and I don't think he needed a tag team so much. So, you know, we all went our separate ways. But it's it's good that we all, you know, stay in touch and, you know, can still eat off of each other's plate. Yeah. yeah. How do you, um, what were your fondest moments? Because now that I'm thinking about that time, it was so fresh right. and it was so much fun. Yeah. And I just feel like that was the best era of hip hop so far. Because right. I feel like hip hop is going to be everlasting. Right. What are your fondest moments from back then? My fondest moment is when, you know, they have the East Coast and West Coast beef, you know, they were, it was the feud of who started hip-hop, you know, whether the West Coast started it, whether the East Coast started, and when I came out with Ice Cube, there was just this big hype, Cube was working with Public Enemy, and we were doing a lot of work on the East Coast, I, you know, came to the East Coast to get my deal with Sylvia Rome, and so, um, we did the Apollo. And with all that beef going, we didn't know how it was so it was like it was um it was an uneasy feeling of, you know, Ice Cube and the lynch mob and he was introducing Yo Yo to the East Coast. It was kinda of like a scary thing for me. But we got on there and I'm telling you the energy of Ice Cube and I, I mean was the it was the most um memorable moment of hip-hop for me because you know i had never seen people in the audience throw money on the stage wow you know it was just so dope i was like especially wow. at the height of that oh it was so dope we did two shows back to back and i mean historic yeah yeah see 
East Coast got love for the West. I know, right? <laughs> I love to the <laughs> Now, how do you feel about the current state of hip-hop for females? Well, you know what? Um, I think, you know, they're, 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 they're wide in the spectrum, you know. Um, they're opening the door for more women to be creative. And, um, you know, it's always, it's always a, a... Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Down thing, but I, I love to always give credit. I do have my opinions about you know certain things in hip hop that I wish I could be a big sister to the women. Some women in hip hop. Well, I, I mean you know like um a lot of women don't have to go through the, the struggles we went through if if they allowed old school hip hop, which they considered old school hip hop. We were legends in the game to really mm -hmm. share their stories. Um, because when I got in the industry, I thought that I was going to have more support. I thought that I was going to have more sisterhood. and People would kind of guide you through because, you know, it's, it's an industry that you know nothing about coming straight from high school. And it's not Yeah, and thrown into a world of music, not really understanding what's the demo. I mean, you know, how powerful hip hop um, was becoming at that time and not really having the leadership. You know, you said you didn't want to fall into the temptation era where you have to work your whole life or you thought that you thought you know because you can make so much money but without guidance and leadership um you know you make a lot of wrong choices and wrong decisions and uh i wish that i could have more of an impact over a big sister role so do you feel like you don't oh well because you know um are the women not receptive of it do you feel no i, I just feel like we're we're in two different worlds i think you know um we don't really mesh with the new school, and the new school rarely mesh with the with the older uh, hip hop legends who's been in the game. I mean, you do cross. I see Trina and them cross a little bit, uh, Eve and, and them, but on a friendship level, me because I'm a teacher and I'm always wanting to, you know, give more advice yeah. and stuff like that. That's just my my you know my take on it. Yeah. But they do mesh, but just not maybe. I just don't get out enough. Huh? Maybe I was about to say because I really think with your personality, you're so warming. And yes. it's so um, down to earth. Yeah, you know what? I think, uh, but, well, I see a lot of stuff that, you know, like, um, you know, I want to tell, you know, some of the women, you know, even the young girls, you know, you, you don't have to, you don't have to follow every trend. And, you know, and um, although this, you know, this whorish rap is just so popular right now. You don't just have to follow that whorish trend because you want to have longevity and, and you got to start finding, figuring out a way out now because you have to set a foundation for yourself. Music it will take you so, so far, um, but then you have to, you, you get to a, a, a place where you have to transition. And we all transition in life. And you want them to be able to transition easy and you but you have to start setting that up now and i didn't know that not want to tell them you have to start setting that up now you know mm -hmm. some people who've done pr for forever you know they get out of pr from doing it for 26 years and they're like what am i going to do now mm -hmm. you know not really having set something up but work for a major label their whole career mm -hmm. you know it's the same thing with artists you know they come now and say well yo yo what do i do how do i get it and you know some of them are looking for their royalties now it's 26 years later yes. and they're like well you know you know they want information but you know so if you start early getting your stuff in track asking questions you know i want to tell you know those budgets looks pretty, you know, when you're impressing people, telling them you're spending, you know, you're riding around and all this money, you're doing all these videos, 
you know, you want that money to be able to last you. Yeah. You know, and that's your budget. You know, that's your money. That's your, yes. that, you know, that's your pocket money. It's like almost like insurance. You get hurt, and they keep telling you to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. Then you break off that bill, and mm -hmm. they tell you to get two million. You get twenty thousand, and the rest of it went to the doctor yes. and all of the, you know, chiropractors and everybody else. Same thing with music. Yes. So you know, when you get that lump sum, you want to make sure that they are um, able to um, live off of it. Financial security is a big problem. Um, you know, after the 10 years is up. I want to do a seminar and I would love for you to be a part of it, or like a panel of women yeah. to, to do that. Because yeah. you're teaching, I mean, I sat there in the class yeah. that you taught and you're great at it. Thank you. You have such a gift for that. Thank you. And I would love for you to sit there and talk to the up and coming ladies, even the ones that's doing it right now, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the ones that want to come up and yeah. do it, just to teach them that. And I felt like that's what Q was doping after watching Straight Out Comedy. Yeah. And I saw that he started to really indulge into the mm -hmm, business mm -hmm. side of it. So the oh. fact that you was attached to him, mm -hmm. and I'm he was sure he good. a huge yeah. part mm -hmm. in that. Well, um, talk to me about your acting career because I want to get into that as well. Actually, no, because we're here at Mega Evers College Lips because I just talked about how you have a gift for teaching. Talk to me exactly about what you're doing here at Mega Evers. Well, the School of Hip Hop is a uh, performing arts school, we do arts and academics. And uh, when school is on break, the kids come and play at the Yo Yo School of Hip Hop. We do beat production, we do uh, lyric writing. We do theater, vocal training, and artist development. And then during the Black College Expo uh, college tours, mm -hmm. I am an ambassador. I do two seminars. I teach how to get A's in English through hip hop. And I just show them how to make sentences into paragraphs and paragraphs into essays. Uh -huh. Now, one of the um, things that you say that's like your, what do you call that, like a model? Mm -hmm. How do you, you say make it? a statement and you back it up. You make a statement and you back it up. You do what? You, do uh -huh. what? you make, make a statement and you back it up. You make a statement and you. So that's basically how you break down, how you write your lyrics and you implement that into everyday yeah. English life. Yeah, well, you know, kids, what I've learned is you love it, by the way. Now you're going to have it stuck in my head. I know, right? That's a life. Rule right there, I feel you said. You make a statement and you back it up. So if I say I'm gonna do something, right, I'm gonna do it. You gotta do it. And in writing, if I make a comment, if I make a statement, then you back, back it up, up with all the information about well, Yeah. Especially okay. the difference between writing and speaking is speaking, you don't have to back up anything. Mm -hmm. I can tell you information and I can just let it fly off the handle. But when you're writing it, uh -huh. you have to show proof. Okay. Now on the show, I do like to talk about like some of the urban myths because of what happened back in the day. Okay. And since you lived it, okay, I would love to know as a fan all the things that was like happening back okay. then. So I was online, and I feel like a lot of people leave you out of this. And I heard that Demetrius Chip Jr. was here. He don't want to play Tupac on. Oh yes, he's here. Yeah. I he's haven't also, seen him yet. Yeah. But um, it's been known that you and Tupac dated. Yes. Back in the day. Right. Now, why do you feel that they don't ever mention that as often as they do with like some of his friends that they always uh, connect him with? Because I once once I did my research, y'all were really close, and it was really obvious. Mm -hmm. So why do you feel like that's kind of left out of the legacy of Tupac? You guys' relationship. I have no idea. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know, um, I think people mention it. I, I just think, you know, when they're doing the movie, it was probably hard. He did have a great relationship with Jada, so right. they probably wanted to probably, you know, when you're creating a storyline. And then he had so many other women that, you know, probably, they, you know, didn't want to mention if they brought one in, they probably have to bring them all in. And mm -hmm. I have no idea, but, you know, I was kind of happy they didn't. Why? Um, because you know, um, your friendship seemed to be very like tight knit. Like, yeah, really I mean, because I was, it's a very sensitive matter to me too. Oh, so okay. no, I'm just saying. Yeah. So it was very sensitive to me. So you know, the the life of death of, and death of Pac was um really you know yeah really hard for me to even deal with. Even when I watched the movie, I went to the screening and watched it. I had to leave in a certain part of the movie because it was just like wow, you know, because we were great friends, and I think we were better friends than we were um, lovers. You know. Mm -hmm. But we were we were um, we were friends. How did you meet him? We met. We were actually on the road together. We we you know he was a roadie. He was uh, out with Digital Underground, and we were on tour. And he and I would talk about everything. And he was just you know he was just a very he was a lover. He was romantic. He would write letters, and you know we would sit and talk, and we take walks, and you know he um, 
We could talk about his life. He had a lot of issues with his, you know, of course, his mom right. and growing up, and you know, he had high expectations, you know, and he was he was militant, and, yes. you know, very attractive to me. I, and I, he was a dope artist, and you know, I was attracted to him because of his art, actually. Yeah. And then we became friends. So what are your what is your fondest memories of Tupac? Thank you guys. Oh God, my fondest memory is you know just that no one knows because I feel like there's a lot of stories out there and I feel like it's starting to become redundant when it comes to pop and me being a huge fan of hip hop of course but being a huge fan of pop I'm like what how was he what was like a moment where it's like I don't think a lot of people know this about pop well you know everybody pretty much they they've kind of you know um, taking him in and out but you know he was just and you don't get the chance to really tell your story your relationship yeah, you with know, him so was what just, was it that you two had that you was like i don't even know we well no you know we, we that were, you could share yeah well, we were just great you know we were just great friends uh -huh. um we had the best relationship i mean without speaking we understood each other you know and um even to his death you know we, we when I saw him on the bed, you know, I could just look in his eyes and, um, and you know, we were talking and I, you know, you know, so we had, we just had a great relationship. It's so sad that, you know, so young and so talented. Now you were there that the, he had to the, die. The, yeah. the last time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> Now, is it true, now the urban myth was that his mother called you mm -hmm. and let you know. Mm -hmm. So that is true. Mm -hmm. Yes. So when you saw him, that, that he passed away. Yes. Your sister called me and told me that he passed away. So it wasn't his mother. Yes. Right. Yeah. I thought. I thought for sure he was gonna pull through. And I was looking at. I don't know if you saw. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. But it just. Aired the other day. Oxygen? Fox. No. Oh, Fox. I didn't see it. No. With Ice T. Yeah. And they interviewed Shug, and mm -hmm. Shug said that you know he could have been alive. He's still alive. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? Pakistan. Okay. <laughs> well, that wasn't really the question, but I mean, I like that you did touch on that because I would love to know your input on that. You know why he said that though? Because he said the same thing that you just said. Now, when you saw him right before his passing, he seemed fine. So to get the call that well, he passed, you know, was that pretty shocking to you? Because it seemed like he was going to pull through. Yeah, and I have my myth to that too. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, um, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was wounded. You know, mm -hmm. Pop was wounded. Um, you know. <clears throat> yeah, he was wounded. I, you know, I, 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 when I left, I did think he was going to make it. Um. You know, um, it was just so much that happened that day. It's just, you know, it's just, it's just so crazy. Do you remember the last thing he told you before you left the hospital? He told me, don't leave. Don't leave. And I basically, I'm assuming that doctors were just telling y'all to go, they had to. No, um, they had security. She didn't have security in the room. They actually asked us to leave. Oh. And no excuse as to why. Well, that's when Park said, no, don't leave. He said, mm-hmm. And I screamed out loud, you don't want us to go. Because Kadada and I were in the room at the same time. And I said, you don't want us to leave. And the guy was like, well, I'm going to give you guys 10 more minutes. You know? And um, there was no doctors in there checking on him. It was only um, security that was in another room who came through. There was no doctors. Was he able to verbalize? Was he able to talk? Mm -hmm. No, he just... wasn't talking. He had... Um, Gluk around his eyes, his head was really big. Mm -hmm. He could see? He saw you though. You said gluk. Like the white stuff circling around your eyes. Oh, okay. So he couldn't see you. Well, he yeah, just... we could see each other. Oh, I mean, okay. We looked at each other's eyes, but you know you have that white stuff where your brow is. It's all just, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Anything you wish you could have said to him before you left when he said don't leave? Oh, what was the I wish I could have asked him, was he scared? Like, is it something going on that. Is there a reason why you don't want me to leave? Like, are you okay? Is, you know, mm -hmm. you know, something going on that I don't know about. He was talking to me. He was talking. He was talking to me to with his eyes. I was asking him questions. He was just like, you know, and I was like, are you okay? Do you know who did this to you? And he was like, you know, he said yes, and then he said no. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, for, so he for many talk. years, he I thought, yes, he was just gesturing, and. Um, Yes. For many years, you felt you felt he knew who did it. 
Who shot him? No, I don't think he knows who shot him. Oh. I just think some other stuff happened that, that he like he would have liked to say. Yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with the shooting actually, but he probably wanted to say something else. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, honestly. <laughs> I mean, because that's this that's his last moment that you were there. So I do want to touch on another urban myth because I was looking on the internet and I saw that they I think they said it was reenacted in the film Straight Outta Compton and Easy e got the lynch mob jump. Was it in the mall? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, see, you were supposed to be there. And I was like, well, okay, this was the story. Money B allegedly told someone who was on YouTube and he made a video about it and mm -hmm. said that Easy e got, uh, was trying to get Ice Cube and that lynch mob jumped in the mall mm. and you and Tupac was there. They claimed Q was there, but it wasn't Q. You and Tupac was there. Mm -mm. No, mm -mm. and it was that Tupac was trying to show out for you by trying to fight the guys to show that he was like tough around you. Oh no. Okay, then you got That's what I remember. I mean, you know, my memory, <laughs> people are always telling me something like, you don't remember that baby fell from the building and you <laughs> caught it? I'm no. like, the baby fell from the building and I caught it? You know, so it's a lot of stuff I don't remember. So it might have happened, but not, I don't remember that. I've never been into a, an altercation with anybody. Okay. Never. See, that's why I like to hear things from the horse's mouth. Yeah, never. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Now, talk to me about the patch of video, romantic call. Romantic that call. was so iconic. Oh, uh, well. I love Patra. I know Patra's in Jamaica. I think okay. she's preaching. Oh, look at that. Preaching and teaching. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I reached out to Patra, but I, I loved doing Romantic Call. It was my first, actually, um, I guess, yeah, song Jamaican really introduction because, mm -hmm. you know, West Coast, we didn't listen to too much Jamaican, so. Right. Not um, as much as they do here on the East. Not as much as they do on the East. Now I'm a fanatic. Are you? Yes. And I, I, I play Alpha Line all day. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> now, how was, how was Pac? How did that happen with him being in the video? I know. Well, you know, we were friends, and so um, mm -hmm. uh, we, uh, who, what's her name, put us together? The, the rep, Patra's rep, called mm -hmm. me in. And I did it, and we got Park to come in and do the video. Oh, okay. I feel like in that video, I could see the affection of, of me and Park. Oh, anytime we were around each other, you could see it. <laughs> I mean, we we really we grew to have a brother and sister kind of relationship, though, because you know, after a while, brother you know, and sister. Yeah, we really even I mean, with the intimacy and everything involved. Well, because we would we I could call him. I mean, you know, um, mm -hmm. I can call him and. and Tell him anything, you know. I can call him and tell him, just stop it. <laughs> you know, you look stupid. Really? You know, right. And he would say, shut up. You out here with your ass out. And, <laughs> you know, so we had a brother and sister relationship. Yeah. Once we once we weren't dating anymore, we weren't. We were just good friends, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, um, I have to talk about Key Lolo and your iconic character in the show Martin. Right. Now I need to know how did that become to fruition? How the hell did you get I that part? Know, and by the huh? way, girl, loved it. Like that <laughs> character. It's like everything to me and my friends. Oh, God. Yes. Kilolo, I didn't never know that Kilolo was going to be so popular. So Martin did some work on the Yo Yo album. Q brought him in to really? do some interlude. What work? Oh, goodness. He did that. Was it my first, first album? Okay. First album or second album? I forget. He came in and he did the uh, interludes. Uh, and uh, he told me about his uh, that he was coming out with this show called Martin. Now, how did he? I mean, the working on the you know, album. How did that happen? Yeah, with Ice Cube. Ice Cube okay. brought him in. Got it. Got it. Got Ice Cube it. brought him in, and uh, he told me that he has a show called Martin, mm -hmm. and uh, he has a character named Shanene, <laughs> and that uh, he wanted me to be Shanene's homegirl, best friend Kilolo. He had it all laid out for you. And a year or so later, a Warner, I get a call from Warner Brothers, and I'm, you know, they tell me about it. I go in, and I'm thinking I'm about to audition for the part. They said, oh, no, you already have the part. Yes, Brian, give it up. No audition. No audition. Ah! And, 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 and just as... Martin was already out too, right? No, it's, yeah, it was, it was just, yeah, it was like a couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I, I became a recurring character. Talk to me about being on set, working with Martin and Martin, Day. Martin is the <laughs> craziest, most hilarious dude 
you could ever work with. Yes. Um, he always will fly off the handle with everything he said. I mean, you know, he had the press on nails. So it was all, every time, you know, he was in character, I'd always <laughs> die laughing. I could, I could never not do one take because I'd watching him act and he'd, you know, he'd just do <laughs> stupid stuff. And then, you know, we'd, we'd film like four shows in a day. So, Ooh, you know, wow. he do, he'll go into that to, you know, the little snotty-nosed boy that's walking in, you know, so... And you're watching all of that transform. Just, but, you know, just really learning, mm -hmm. you know. He, he really brought me in. He kept his word. Um, and uh, not only that, he brought me in on what uh, a thin line between love and hate, um, which he actually got sick on, so my part never made it in. Oh, I was uh, going to say. Yeah, but, but contractually, uh, I still get paid for that. It, you know, yeah. Residuals? Residuals for a part that I never even played. What part was that? What did we miss out on? Never even played it. Never even Oh, never showed. even played it. But it was, what was, was it supposed to be? I can't even uh, remember, Damn. but... But guess what? Isn't that crazy? Yes. I still get paid for A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, a movie I wasn't in, but contractually, I was supposed to be in it, so. And you don't remember what role you had? I don't what remember what role, but he looked out for, you know, he, he looked out for me. And um, and that's just, you know, the, uh, having a great relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. How are you with him now? I know they just honored him with VH1 Hip Hop. I know, you know what? I, I'm always working. I, I see him, you know, I give him mad love every time I see him. Mm -hmm. um, what was the last time you seen him? In my head, all y'all is cool. In my head, yeah, you, you know, I you. Have, see, you know, I, I, I ran into him. Oh, I ran into him at the uh, star when Q got a star. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Do you have a favorite episode that you did? Because you were in a lot. Oh, my goodness. And you were some of the best. Best was the one from the talent show. The talent show has to be the best. Is it? The talent show has to be the best. And, and all of them before when I first started doing them, I could never watch myself do them because I was so stupid and I really wasn't a great actress. You know, everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. It was just like you was thrown into a, you know, a gig. You know, so I never really had to prep for it. I was just thrown in. So. Did you have lines or was it more improv? No, you had lines. You okay. had lines. So, you know. You didn't think it was a great act. I thought you did great. So, you know, but now I, I like it. But, you know, I was young. It was, hard, you know, I, it was hard for me to just act that stupid in front of people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> chill out, chill out. <laughs> I love this kid. He Lolo character was was ratchet, but not as ratchet as Shanene. Shanene was so. I wish I could have been more ratchet because now that I now that you know when you you know when you come from the hood, you don't really know how to play the hood, but you are. So you didn't know how to really put the extras on it, right? You know because you was thinking, you know, we were trying to, we were already hip hop. They was hating hip hop, and then here we are playing these stereotype roles, right? Yeah, and and so it was it was hard for me to really get into it without mm. thinking blackface at first because you you're so even with the um the, the women in black intelligent black women's coalition exactly yeah no it was just so hard for me to I do it because at that time it was just so much when i realized when people used to say is hip-hop here to stay and, and you know do you feel like you're a role model what about the men calling women bitches right. you know you had all these interviews all the time and then to get a character where you just playing yeah <laughs> You know, it just—it it was almost like I knew. You know, it was mm -hmm. almost like you didn't want to. I didn't know how to take it in at that time. You know, now I can watch it, laugh, and love it. <laughs> you know, kids don't even know me for Yo Yo; they know me for Key Lolo. So you know, yeah, because it's still playing. So I'm, you know, I'm happy, and now I'm able to watch it and really um, appreciate. Yes, appreciate the work that we did. Yes, yes, yes. Now, do you remember the flow and the, the talent show? Do Don't nobody know me like my homie, so open up that phony. Shanae ain't halfway phony. Don't be trying to trick if you ain't rich. Shanae ain't no trick. You better have a grip. And if you ain't got no rims on that hoop deep, don't be trying to scoop me. Golly, just let a sister be. You want some? Hey, you can't, can't get, get none. <laughs> I love her. You have no idea how much I love you. I have to show you the promo that I did for this, and I pretty much use all my favorite hip hop lines and all my favorite female rappers. And don't play my yo-yo is definitely up there, so you can you can uh, you can see that. Now on the show, unfortunately, it ended early to me. Don't okay. you feel like it did? It really did. Yes. And for whatever reason, and it was always. 
put out there that it was like between I was gonna say Gina, mm -hmm. Tisha Campbell, and Martin. Yeah, I heard that too. And I, and I Did never you notice knew. any tension? Mm -hmm. on no, I, I, I didn't. No, mm -hmm. never. They always had great relationship. Yeah. So when I heard that that was the reason why it ended, I couldn't believe it as well. But you know, you know, as a woman, you say, well, if you feel like, you know, if you feel like you've been taken advantage of, then, you know, you have to say something. I didn't see any of that. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. I've seen lip the lip kisses and the hugs and the, I just thought it was like, wow. In character though. Right, I've yeah, that it. they really could be, you know, they've made a great couple on television. Yes. Um, so I, you know, I was shocked just like everyone else was when I heard it and really never really spoke about it with um, um, Tisha or, um, or Martin for that for that matter because you know it's so sensitive and you know in the beginning we were all mad that it happened like yeah you know it's like wow it's over yeah you know it's over yeah yeah so and you also played the boys in the hood in minister society right and all of those roles i walked in on and did not have to audition and girl you blessed walking in on stuff why do you think that's the case well, hip-hop was hip-hop was it was that merge where a lot of um, film because they were doing so many urban movies mm -hmm. and trying to um, mirror what was going on in the community yeah. that it, it had to have a little bit of hip-hop because hip-hop yeah. was a part of that and uh, yeah once they did that big one with Ice Cube it just really kept going and a lot of the uh, the guys who were making those movies at the time were also doing the, the artist videos. Mm -hmm. So they were creating relationships and telling them the same story. Hey, got this movie coming out. Why don't you come through? You know, and it was making them, um, their project even bigger to have a, a, a hit artist. Yeah. So so now this part, we're going to end it with the confessional. So I'm going to ask a bunch of questions okay. and we just end it with a one word. Okay. One okay. okay. Now, do you have a favorite female artist out now? If so, Nicki Minaj. Nicki? Uh, favorite song from a female rapper ever outside of favorite yourself. song from a favorite uh, female rapper. from a female oh um mc light mm. which one oh uh roughneck yes oh that's what mine's too right along with yours <laughs> but oh wait our ladies night i like ladies night too ladies night with all with uh Kim. Um, Angie, Kim, Missy. She played up. Girl, you played. That was my question. Uh, if, if you was to do Ladies Night Remix, yes. and I always ask this with all the female rappers mm -hmm. that come on the show. If you had your version, who would be on your list to do that record? Who would be on my list? I would just add myself to their list. And I oh, would, really? And yeah, you keep it how it was? Keep it how it was. Add myself. I would probably also add, uh, I think Eve wasn't in there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I would add Eve in there. I love Eve. Mm. Uh, yeah. Do you have a top favorite female rappers of all time? Of all time, my top female rapper is MC Light. Top five. Top five. So she's number one. It doesn't Missy, have to be in order, but I'll take Missy, uh, Missy, Lauren. Mm. Oh, wait. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Lauren's my favorite. Okay. Oh, you said <laughs> of today. No, oh, no, no, no. Of all time. Oh, yeah, okay. All Missy, time. Lauren, Light, um... Eve of all time, salt and pepper. Jeez, uh, how yes. could I? How could I? Yeah, salt and pepper. Did, is that five? That is five. Okay, that is five. Now, the song Bodak Yellow, you know that one, number one. I know, yes. How do you feel about that record? Really? I, I feel about Cardi in the record. You know, I, I love Cardi. I love her as a personality. Yeah. And, um, I think she's a sweetheart. I thought the song was a joke when I first heard it at first. Really? Yeah, you Why? know, because it was. I didn't think it was finished, you know, like, because I wasn't used to girls rapping like that. You can't mess with me if you want to. <laughs> for real, girl, you know, I, yeah. I, I didn't really, I thought it was un, unfinished or that someone wrote it for it. And she hadn't learned how to really uh, deliver it. Deliver it. Mm -hmm. um, so, but then, you know, uh, it became very catchy. All the kids were loving it. And so one day I really listened to it and um, I found it catchy. I found myself singing it and then I started wanting to support her. Yes. Um, because a lot of women don't get that support. So then I started really, you know, making an effort to support her and listening to it. And then I really started, you know, of course, I became addicted like everybody else to the song. Yes. Yeah, but her personality, I love watching her. You know, she reminds me of Nicki. You know, Nicki Minaj, I like her. You know, I don't like all the stuff they rap about. Um, 
when it comes to just because, you know, now that I know better, of course, I'm like an old rapper now um, because the kids are listening. Um, but I love her personality. I love an artist. I love artists. I mean, that's what makes me love Missy. Missy is a straight artist. I love artists. I can tell when they're artists because you can't help yourself, but you know, you can't help the silliness. You can't help, you know, mm -hmm. you can't help me. You can't help me an extra. Yes. You can't help, you know, always, you know, moving, always, you know, you can't help it. You can't help <laughs> it jumping in a lot of characters and saying shit that people might think, you know, you're being funny about, but yes. you're really not. You're just in character. You, you know, so I like that about them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. How do you feel about what Azalea Banks? Because it was controversy with that. Azalea Banks feeling like black men don't support black women in hip-hop and she felt like because cardi b which is she's half hispanic mm -hmm. got a hit up on like a nikki and her for having that well you know these 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 guys they really don't support women and, and they, it's they really are clickish you know mm -hmm. but you know we know that you know thank you we know that men are you know like girls most of them and so you know they love they <laughs> they, they love to they love to keep up controversy and if you it's very rare that you find real men that really want to help women mm -hmm. um, and not just one woman because you know the guys are always like yeah shit on her yeah you know you better than her you this and you that and they like to pin us against each other and have us go against each other and you know um, so you didn't deal with any of that back in the day, did you? Did you feel like it was more of a camaraderie amongst women in hip hop back then? Yeah, we all. I mean, you know, I, everybody really stayed in their lane. I wish it was more of of what we have. I mean, but you know, out of all the women, then we still don't have like a real sisterhood. I see Salt and Pepper, and then we'll give a lot of love, but you know, we don't call each other on a daily basis, or we don't check on each other. It's not like a hey, Salt, happy birthday, or how was it hey, back then? Though? I mean, it's just. I, you built relationships. I'm great friends with Missy. I'm great friends with Latifah. I'm great friends with Light. You know, um, I am. I'm great friends with Spinderella. You oh, know, I'm right. just saying. You know, so but the thing is, you have to make an effort to do it. And a lot of people, you know, it's a lot of kiss ass in this industry. So a lot of people just don't want to hang around or, or kiss ass. You know, mm -hmm. and a lot of the women, we have to work so hard that you don't really have time to really hang out and build know? a bond. And build a bond because it's always. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Really yeah, because I find that it's really difficult for me in media. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of people, well, I have a few friends that tell me, my male counterparts, I'm like, you know, get to know such and such in media, get to know and y'all can build. And I was like, trust me, I tried. Right. <laughs> trust me. Right, yeah, you try to get together. You know, but, I, but I'm not like what you said earlier, maybe I need to get out more, I don't hang out. And I'm like, I really don't. You know what I've learned? I've, I tried to learn to invite people more. Mm. You know, for me, on my own, you know, because I say, you know, maybe if I just start reaching out more, mm -hmm. then I can have better relationships because some people might not think you, you know, so if I come to town, if I, whatever town I'm in, I'll hit them up, you know, like, uh, oh, uh, me and Moni Love, oh my God, oh, we're great friends, yeah, shout out to Moni, like, um, but, you know, we talk, and Lady of Rage, one of oh, my God. other sisters, yes, yes of course, she should her. be on that top five too. Yes. Um, you know, we're all great friends, we talk all the time, Mia X, you know, we talk all the time. We make an effort. You know, we look out for each other. Um, Shantae, Roxanne, Shantae, mm -hmm. we make an effort. You know, I had to be to, on our show. Yeah, we make an effort to speak to each other and mm -hmm. to stay in contact. Um, you know, so there's other ones. I reach out to um, artists. Uh, which one was married to a uh, genuine? Um, you know, Soleil. Soleil, yeah. So when I go to she town. Just got married, uh huh. Uh -huh. To my boy, yes. yes, and so I reach out to her, and you know, and say, "Hey, I'm coming to town. Nice. Would you like?" To? So now, it, it, you know, they say, "Oh, I can't," but you know, thank you, Yo Yo, for thinking about me. Yeah. You know, so now I'm trying, but you know, yes. six years later, it was like, <laughs> right, like now, you wanna now you want to freaking <laughs> no. First of all, the song of Brandy, "I Want to Be Down" remixes. I feel like that shows that when women come together, y'all can do amazing things, and, and that was one of the amazing. And that's a good thing that what, what Queen Latifah did when she brought us together oh she brought all y'all together yeah, well not for that song I mean okay. when she did that we did it we they had some what award show and then we had she had all the women she brought back from the I wish I wish that you know the beef with Nikki and Kim and then so we could have all come together because you know it's easy I mean I even though they say that Nikki didn't show the love that um, 
she should have turned. I mean, Kelly deserved to, to whomever yeah. you know, like you know, they all they you know. I saw just, her shout her out. It's just it's just something that women needs. We have to learn how to do. We have to learn to stop shitting on each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even though. The older, you know, leadership is lacking, not only in the community, but it's lacking in music, it's lacking, period. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to take the initiative to, to say, hey, listen, we all need to come together. So what if we all sound together? Shit, they used to think, you know, I rap, you know, they used to say, are you from the East Coast? Because, you know, maybe our styles did twain, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm just saying, or, or you guys, you sound like you're from the same generation. We, we No one got offended by that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I love when Remy did the um, summer jam. I was, uh, you weren't there, but yeah. um, I think she shouted you out. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was supposed to be there. Oh yeah, she Remy, and I love Remy. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and I love Remy. How could how could I put not put Remy? On? <laughs> There's so many that you forget. I know. How could I not put Remy on my top five? Huh? It's all right. It's yeah, all right. Remy came back came back hard. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. I'm so proud of her. Look at what hip hop can do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she's a hard worker. And just she did a bid and be able to come yeah. out and still, and still yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna end this with um my two more questions. Okay. One is a personal one for me. Okay. Was um Tupac a great kisser? And a great lover. Was he? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so selfish, that was just my personal. Cause in my head that's my husband. Oh girl. my god. Oh. So uh I envy you. <laughs> Oh, so were you <laughs> Was he a great lover? He was a great lover. Really? Yes. What made it great? <laughs> was he just passionate? Like, what made it great? He was packed and passionate. Packed and passionate. Packed and passionate. What's packing? Passionate. Merge the two. Packishinate. Say it one more time. Packishinate. <laughs> What is packing? Because some people say, you know, eight oh, is too short, nine is a hot mess, huh? Don't you a hot mess? Like nine and above? <laughs> I'm gonna teach you this. <laughs> good one, good time. Packishing it is a good enough word for me to sum that up. Okay, that's the word for me for the end of the day. Now, if we can, please, if you can, give me one word mm -hmm. to describe where you are in life right now. Everything that you did from the beginning in life and your career. Being here in Brooklyn, teaching the the kids about the importance of hip hop and implementing that into education. Where are you in life right now? You can sum it up in one word. In one word, mm -hmm. I I'm committed. Committed. Thank you, Yo Yo, for doing this interview. It's been an honor. And don't forget to follow Yo Yo Wearing the Yo 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 Fearless on social media. On all social media, Yo Yo Fearless. And to the Black Expo College Tour, you yes. check her out. Yes. She's going to be hitting the college near you. Yep, going to be hitting the, Yeah, I, there's a list. You can go to blackcollegeexpo.com. You can uh, get a list of all of the uh, cities that we will be hitting. And this is it for your girl, Jazzy Bell, Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. I'll see y'all later. Ooh. Bye. <laughs> I love it. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed the interview. Shout out to Yo-Yo for coming through to Women in Hip Hop Podcast. So moving forward, what I will be doing, you guys, is playing the record that each guest says is their favorite hip hop record from a female artist. So today, I will be playing MC Light, Roughneck. And this is what Yo-Yo said is her favorite female hip hop record ever outside of hers of course so y'all stay tuned to woman in hip-hop podcast and enjoy <laughs> hey! Hey!
don't get me, got him here Hit him with a bit of skids and he's out of there On the avenue, girls are passing through Too much of a roughneck, so they ain't having you Hard popping, always grabbing his shotgun Bragging about his tech is the water be roughneck That's the kind you gotta watch out for Just to get a rapper, put a plug on the door Pissing in corners, doing 80 by funeral mourners Showing little respect, now that's a roughneck Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.